don't justify your prices, do this instead. This is one of the huge problems I see when people are trying to sell their high ticket programs that they end up trying to justify or having to justify their price. I'm gonna give you some simple strategies that really can be executable to stop this coming up as a problem and then also how to deal with it when you get there. Now, firstly, the big thing we have to look at is ideally not having the price objection come up as a problem. So here's a really easy strategy that I teach with our team that if they don't even take these basic metrics, I won't even review the sales call. So number one is you need to know their partner's name. So ask that very early in the call if they have a partner, write that down. Number two is find out if they have kids, write the kids' names down. And you wanna use these in the conversation because the big thing we wanna do is we sell people based on uh, human dynamics and human emotion, right? We sell people not on the benefits and features of your program. No one gives a shit about your nutrition program, no one cares about your app, no one cares about anything like that. We care about how, we, how your program potentially fills someone's basic human need. Now, where most people go wrong with this completely is that they are trying to sell on the benefits and the features of what they do. So they're talking about the hard work, whereas what you actually wanna talk about is you wanna sell people the holiday, you don't wanna sell people the flight on the way there. And that comes down to understanding the emotions of what people actually want in terms of the holiday. So for example, if it's a woman who's 34 years old and she's single and she hasn't got any kids or family, probably a very strong possibility she wants to get in good shape to try and find the type of man or partner she wants to then have a relationship, maybe get married, and then have children. So that's gonna be her very strong emotional why of why she wants to get into her, the best shape of her life. And you understanding what someone's emotional why is that time of why they've come to you is the number one thing that will see you successful. And that's where you have to really look at the person in front of you and embody their situation to understand, okay, this person's in this situation in their life, this position in their life, what's the likely outcome they wanna have in terms of why they're coming to me? And the reality is out the back end of that, probably the question you need to ask is the most uncomfortable question that needs to be asked. So all the times is, are you looking to become more confident so that and get in better shape so your partner's more attracted to you? Do you wanna be in better shape so your partner wants to have sex with you? Do you wanna be in better shape so that you, when you walk into the boardroom at an office, people automatically respect you because you have a physical presence and an aura, which is a big one for high level executives. Now, if we look at the two reasons most people won't buy, one is gonna be a pricing objection and two is gonna be a spousing objection. So we're gonna break these down in terms of how you'll basically handle these. Now, firstly, number one is we don't wanna be justifying a price. So if you went to BMW wanted to buy a BMW, you're not gonna justify your price. If I went to Ferrari and I went and wanted to buy a Ferrari, I'm not gonna go in there and ask, why is this so expensive? Now you can determine your price within your own business based upon your overhead, the profit margin you wanna have, your cost of living, your level of experience, and the level of quality of what you do. Ultimately, you can determine your price, but the secret hack most people don't understand, they don't charge enough. The fastest way for you to make more money is to charge higher prices and not have a race to the bottom. Because there's a lot of people doing bargain bucket prices, there's not many people who are charging premium prices. And if, say, for example, you wanna make $10,000 a month, it's easier to get two clients of $5,000 or three clients of, say, 3,333, than get 10 clients at 997 or a bucket load paying you 250 a month. Now, when we look at pricing, say in a fitness situation, if we're using the emotion before the call, this shouldn't be something that's coming up. But one of the things I would try and do is break this objection before you even give into the price. And we come to pitch in the price, you wanna say it with confidence and you don't wanna just sit there like a dumb fish, like it's 5,000 pounds and just stare at them. So like literally I'll say to them, cool. So um, it's 3,000 pounds to work with us for the next 12 weeks how would you like to get started? This is what our onboarding process looks like. You have an onboarding call with Dan. This is what it looks like. This is the next steps. In terms of payments, what would work for you? Visa, Amex, MasterCard. 
So you're literally asking them to join. And a lot of people quote some of the price and they just stare there and look at them. And this is a really pointless thing to do and ends up with a really awkward like staring competition. Particularly if you're doing this on Zoom, it's very strange. So what you actually want to do is invite them to join your program and you're going to find you get a lot more success from that. Now, some of the things I would drop into the conversation before this, depending on the type of avatar a client was talking to, if, for example, it was a successful executive, I would use the conversation of how much more money do you think you'd make if you were in much better shape physically, much more confidence in appearance, and maybe we could improve your cognitive function 10%. Like you start to really reiterate to them in their language of how there's a huge ROI in this in terms of financial, in terms of their productivity, their energy and their focus. That will make a huge difference to them wanting to buy into this program to become the ultimate level of them and the top 1% human being. And then the second angle I would play is this. I remember being on a flight to Dubai and someone asked me who I was sitting next to, very interesting dude. He um, had a business that was basically designing super yachts. I was like, you're very interesting to talk to, so I'm gonna speak to the entire flight. And he was a little bit out of shape and he said to me, Charlie, what can you say to me that would give me the motivation to get in shape and work out? And earlier in the conversation, he told me he had a daughter. I was like, cool. So I was like, Paul, for example, Paul, how would you like to, still, how would you like to be at your daughter's wedding when she gets married still? as in like still be alive. And he's like, you motherfucker. And that's the thing you have to understand is that as people get older, the biggest thing that starts to realize for them is that life is, has a finite end. Like we're all gonna die at some point. So if you could say to someone, look, I can add 10 years to your life by changing your habits and improving your health. And then you could be there to see your daughter get married. Maybe be there to see her have grandchildren. That's a completely different conversation. And then money isn't an objection. Now, if you do get an objection, the big thing that we teach people to do is to sell for uh, paid upfront, so paid in full. Don't sell mon uh, paid monthlies. That's literally how you stay poor. So we get people to say six months, 12 months for their programs upfront in one payment. And if you end up in a situation where a client can't financially commit to that, two things. One, I would say to them, um, okay, cool. I can appreciate, Paul, that you can't maybe do the 12-month commitment. What would work for you instead? So literally put the ball back in their core and you'll often not see that people come back to you like, I really want to do this, but I can do six months or three months. And a lot of people don't make the mistake of literally just asking the client what would work for them. And you really want to put the ball in their court so that they feel in control of the situation you're not pushing them. In some respects, what I would also do, depending on the person, is what's called a push-pull technique. So if you literally push someone away and they're hesitant to the price, you'd be like, to be honest, Paul, maybe this isn't for you and everything you said in this call, like you don't really want to get in shape and you don't really want to be like the top 1% person like you said you're going to be. You're pushing them away. And then they're like, no, 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 I do, I do. And then you, they literally end up pulling themselves back into it and selling themselves. So this is where like you want to get them to identify throughout the call earlier on that they've said they want to achieve this because of X reason and Y reason. And then use that at the end of the call to reinforce like this is what you said you wanted to do. Do you no longer want to do this? Because this is basically what you're telling me. Now, the second biggest objection you tend to get in particular from men is a spouse objection. So I need to talk to my partner. I need to run it by my wife. Me and my partner run all our finances together. I'm like, okay, cool. I uh, completely appreciate that, Paul, in this instance. Um, so, Paul, uh, would your wife be opposed to you getting in better shape? So, the word there that's very powerful is opposed. Opposed is directly against. So, you're almost trying to play them off against each other in that respect. So, opposed is the magic word you want to use because it, what's he going to say in that situation? Yes, she doesn't want me to get in better shape. Well, why would she not want you to be healthier and live longer? So this is a big framework I would really use in terms of how to get the guy to realize or the lady to think, shit, like I, I need to do this for myself. 
And the second thing would be, um, if it's say from a business point of view, would be, um, would your partner be opposed to you making more money being successful, being a better provider, providing more for your future family and kids? And if they come back and it's still an objection on that side of things, the, particularly if you're talking to a man, the best thing you can say, which is the most emasculating thing, particularly an entrepreneur which will break them, is um, how much are you willing to pay, how much are you willing to spend without asking your partner's permission? Because suddenly they're going to say, fuck, like, I work all, this, all these hours, I earn all this money, I can't even spend my own money to improve myself. That's a huge framework that really will intend to push a lot of people over the line. They're like, fuck it, I'm in it, I'm just going to do it. And that's where a lot of people, they need you to push them to take the first leap. Because if people have struggled to get in um, shape or achieve a business goal over the last few months, few years, the reality is they're not going to do it on their own. Because if they could already do that and take that step, they would have already done it by now. And that's why it's your job to help push them over the line and give them the opportunity to change their life. Now, the last thing to remember here, which is critical, and I would literally write this round, write this down. So put this on a pen and paper, put it on a computer screen. Closing rate equals closing skills, sales skills, times certainty. How confident you in the program, how confident in the results. You want this to seem like an absolute no-brainer. It's like when I speak to a fitness trainer and what's going on in my business, I have a thousand percent certainty I can help you do it because I've done it myself. You can see the two comma club awards on the ball that I don't live in my mum's basement anymore. And the reality is that we can help you do this because I've personally done that. And when you have that certainty when you speak to prospects, it's physically impossible. They can't feel that emotion and the confidence you have because the confidence will come across on the call and give them the confidence that, shit, I need to do this. He's worked with X amount of people beforehand. These are the type of results I can get. Now, for you listening to this, how do you get that type of confidence? What I would do is I would get the top three to five client results I've ever had. Testimonials, written feedback, voice notes, whatever. And listen to it before every single sales call. And what you want to do is you want to story tell about these people within that call. Just drip feed in of how you help this person do the same thing, how you help X person do the same thing, who has the same challenges as the person you're speaking to. And this is the quickest way to actually get customer buy-in when you've got a prospect on the phone because you're going to tell stories which are relatable and stories are the biggest thing that sell. Now to summarize, things you need to do, take, to summarize, things you need to take from this video. One, you need to take partner's names, kid names, write them down, use them in the conversation. Two, you need to storytell. Storytell throughout the whole thing about yourself, client results, make it relatable so they can understand. And then three, when it comes to pricing, don't take bullshit from people. Ask them to join the program. Like actually don't just sit there and blankly stare at them. Um, if the price doesn't work, offer them a solution and even payment plans and try and break it down. Ask them what they can afford and try and make it work. And then the last thing you need to think is this. On every sales call, someone is getting sold, either the seller or the buyer. And is that going to be you? If this video was helpful, smash like button. Drop, if this video was helpful, smash like button. Drop a comment below with any questions. If you want more sales training tips like this, and make sure you subscribe to the channel.